0: You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, Hoops Heads. Welcome to Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's Monday, February 5th. I'm your host, Aliko Carter. Congrats to the Philadelphia Eagles. A very, very exciting game and perhaps the play of the season with that trick play with Nick Foles catching the touchdown reception from his, what is it, was it, Jay Ajayi? I can't remember even who threw it. Uh, but congrats to the Eagles and, you know, sorry, Pats fans. But the Eagles have one now. Pats have five. So a little bit of equality in football. Very exciting. The Warriors. Uh, providing a little bit of equality themselves, losing to the Denver Nuggets, and uh, you know that's two losses to the Denver Nuggets this year. The Nuggets are a team I wouldn't want to face in the first round, definitely. Uh, if we get the you know the one eight or the two seven matchup, um, the Nuggets would give us give us some trouble. The reality is that the Warriors did not run anyone off the line. The defense would collapse when there was a uh, run to the basket, and then could not recover on three point shooters. And We'll get into that and much more of that game and also the Kings win in the first segment. In the second segment, what we're going to do is go over the Warriors schedule for the month, including the All-Star break, and then do a quick young guns watch. And then in the third segment, we'll take a look at the Warriors defense in the half court and in transition. Over the last few months, the Warriors have fallen to 10th in defensive efficiency behind a number of games where they're allowing a ton of points per 100 possessions. And uh, we're going to see what ways they can improve on that and how they can really bounce back and get that top-ranked defense, that you know, top-five defense, back into gear. So that's what we have on the slate today. Elsewhere, you can find my media on Forbes.com. I've also been featured on BleacherReport.com. You can get in touch with me at Kogitare on Twitter, K-O-G-I-T-A-R-E, or at LockedOnDubs. I tweet from both accounts. You can also email me at AlikoCarter11 at gmail.com. That's A-L-I-K-O Carter11 at gmail.com. I always answer. Now let's start with this Kings game from Friday night on ESPN. The Warriors committed 25 turnovers in this one, still came away with the 15-point win. 25 turnovers, though, my sweet Lord. Uh, you know, it really was only because they were playing the Sacramento Kings, who are at or near the bottom of the league, in most metrics that determine whether or not a team wins games, uh, that they were able to come away with that 15 points, you know, and, and, and uh, the reality is that this was a much closer game than the final score indicated, and uh, if you look at the quarters, you can really see that the Golden State won every quarter, but by just a few points each quarter, except for the fourth, where they were able to put down 35 points, come away with the uh, win going away. The Kings, to their credit, really made a game out of it. Willie Cauley-Stein played extremely well, as did the rest of the starting five. De'Aaron Fox was very good and one of six players in double figures for the Kings along with Kali Stein, Justin Jackson Bogdanovich, Bogdan Bogdanovich, who shot the lights out from 3-4 of 7, and Zach Randolph, along with Buddy Heald, all more than 13 points in this game. And the Warriors kind of got hit again. They got punched in the mouth again, especially from 3. And like I said before in the opener about the Nuggets, the Warriors' defense would collapse into the middle as the Kings attacked the paint but then they found guys on the outside Bogdan Bogdanovich was definitely one of those guys and he had a few off the dribble threes as well but uh the Kings continuing the trend of shooting well against the Warriors from deep Justin Jackson 2 of 4 1 of 4 for Zach Randolph and he had one with his foot on the line that went right down to the bottom of the net as well but he healed 2 of 4 and 1 of 3 for Vince Carter 10 of 25 overall for another 40% night. The Warriors haven't allowed a team to shoot uh, fewer than like 38, 39% from three in God knows how long. I can't can't remember the last time uh, the Warriors held it down uh, defensively at the three-point line. On the Warriors' side, great minutes for JaVale McGee and Nick Young, who knocked down four of six trays in this one and was just swaggy all around. JaVale McGee had uh, two blocks, four blocks in the game against the Nuggets. Uh, But, you know, great minutes. And, and, And Nick Young, plus 15. 12 points Uh, so really exciting to see him kind of get off and we need three-point shooting off the bench he's the only guy who's really taking them Pat McCaw played 30 minutes and only took three shots one three-pointer in this game and uh, nearly 30 minutes excuse me and JaVale McGee obviously not going to take them unless it's garbage time. Omri Caspi was one of three in 10 minutes and didn't take a three-pointer. And, uh, a few minutes for Damian Jones. Yeah. And and we'll get into what he brought, uh, in over the weekend in the young guns watch, but exciting to see him on the court. Stephen Curry, good game plus 14, 23 points. Kevin Durant transcended 33 points. And, uh, Klay Thompson, 20 points in this game, Draymond Green, 13. So guys, right around their averages. And ultimately, this was a routine win for the Warriors. They recorded a 100 defensive rating, which is the best defensive rating they've had in weeks, it seems, and were able to get their patented defense into offense, crazy runs going uh, this time late in the game. And that led to a 15-point win, 119-104, and here come the Nuggets. Bob and Fitz were adamant about abolishing the West Coast to Denver back to back because of the mile high situation. I've been told it's elevation, not altitude, so I'll be using that term elevation. And the reality is, it may have it may have hurt the Warriors, but um, I think that. Bob and Fitz are easy to forgive the Warriors for not playing extremely well, and uh, I'm not quick to forgive them. They didn't play well. They didn't run people off the line. Like I said, uh, the defense was always a rotation behind, it felt, especially in those moments where the Nuggets made their runs Kevin Durant, once again, paced the Warriors 31 points. He was a plus one on the night. Steph Curry, plus four. Zaza Pachulia, plus 12 in 19 minutes. Good for him. Klay Thompson, 16 points minus seven. Still kind of up and down, slumping just a little bit. Uh, eight points, eight rebounds. Uh, excuse me, eight assists and six rebounds for Draymond Green. Stuff in the stat sheet as usual, but three turnovers, five turnovers for Stephen Curry. That's a lot. Only 13 in the game, though, so most other guys didn't really commit them. I'm sure after that 25-point-over game, that was a turnover game, that was a point of emphasis for Steve Kerr. Uh, But there needs to be a point of emphasis defensively on keeping people off the line, especially if we're not making them. 8 of 31 for 26% for the Warriors from 3 in the game against the Nuggets, whereas the Nuggets shot 12 of 29. That's 41%. That's too good that's just it's too good and 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 it would be something else if it was something that was happening every now and then it's happening every single game the Warriors three-point defense is gone it doesn't exist anymore Gary Harris two of six Will Barton three of five two of three for Nikola Jokic Wilson Chandler made one Trey Lyles made one Emmanuel Moutier doesn't shoot the ball well made one Torrey Craig who is that made one and Darrell Arthur Five players in double figures for the Nuggets, led by Will Barton with 25 points. Will Barton, Warriors killer. We know this. Guard that man. 9-17 of 17 from the field overall, 4-4 four four from the line. And a really full game. A really full, just, you know, stat-stuffing situation. Wilson Chandler, plus 16 on the night in 23 minutes. And so you know he's making stuff happen. 15 and 10 for Trey Lyles. I don't want to say that the Warriors, the Nuggets have the Warriors number cuz I really don't think they do. I think this is just a symptom of a larger problem, which is the Warriors defense has become mediocre. And I think that's effort. I think it's effort. You know, the Warriors are in the dog days and hopefully what we'll see is an uptick in defensive it intensity. After the All-Star break, when the games start to feel like they matter a little bit more and they're fighting for that one seed overall. But, uh, you know, I, I talked to a lot of people about it and they're saying, oh, they're Spursing it. You know, they're just taking it easy because they know that this is not the time that matters, that the time that matters is April, May and June. Uh, but the Spurs don't necessarily stop trying, you know they rest guys. They they do this. They do that. It feels like more like we're Cavsing it. Like we're like we're we're trying less hard than uh, we used to try defensively, uh, partic- in particular, trusting that our offense will carry us through. But it was really the defense that was fueling the offense in those third quarter runs earlier in the season. So uh, there's a logic there that's being missed. I think, but I think there's going to be an increase in defensive intensity coming up after that week-long break later this month. Speaking of breaks, we have to take one for our sponsors. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald’s drive-through for your own steamy carton of crispy, golden goodness. Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Surface, introducing Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Available in three colors, its thin light design, built-in HD camera, and touchscreen turns any space into your workspace. More at Surface.com/laptopGo. And we're back, and I want to take a look at the Warriors' upcoming schedule through the end of the month. Happy February, y'all. Tuesday, February 6th, Oklahoma City Thunder. We got a four-game homestand, starting with the Thunder. Dallas Mavericks, San Antonio Spurs, and Phoenix Suns. So two tough games, two games that we're going to have to get up for because all four of those teams are going to be ready to play. A quick jaunt to Portland before the All-Star break, and then a nice little eight-day break between February 14th and February twenty second, when we come back to face the Los Angeles Clippers at home, and the Thunder are back on February twenty fourth, and then a three game trip to New York, to Washington, and to Atlanta, and that ends on March second. So, you know, some some tough games. The Thunder twice, the Clippers, the Trailblazers, the Spurs, tough games. The Wizards. Could be tough as well, especially after that game earlier in the season got so chippy, and Draymond was fined for doing very little, you know, just trying to protect himself. But uh, I digress. Now it's time for Young Guns Watch, and I want to start with Damian Jones, who had a monster block in the game against the Denver Nuggets, and and, and it's getting some minutes. Uh, Jordan Bell injured David West at Rasul Butler's funeral. And it's time for, it's Damian Jones time. And um, th- 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 there's some things that we can see from him that he's going to be able to do for this team moving forward. Uh, play defense in the post, set good screens, just be a big guy. He's a little slow to go out to the three-point line and guard guys out there and, and run people off the line, but that would not make him... Unique among the Warriors right now, so uh, anything that he can give is absolutely useful. And did we miss David West? I think we did. We missed his energy, uh, but uh, very sad what happened to Russell Butler and his wife uh, died in a car accident. And you know, from all accounts, he was an absolute joy to be around and a great friend to David West. So, we wish you well, David West, and looking forward to having you back. Some good minutes for Kavon Looney over the weekend as well. Not super impactful and not huge minutes, but he didn't make mistakes, and that's really all you can ask for. As I mentioned before, Patrick McCaw played nearly 30 minutes in the game against the Kings, only took three shots. We want to see more from Patrick McCaw. He's, he's got to use his touches to make things happen and i mean obviously he's earned the minutes you know he plays great defense on the perimeter great defense if you look at him you see how he moves his feet he's one of the bright spots defensively for the warriors over the last month or so but offensively he's just not being aggressive enough you want to see him uh taking the opportunities that he has and making things out of him. Obviously, the Warriors have him out there as a de facto uh, point-ish guard, so he is looking to facilitate in addition to making things happen. But, you know, what I want to see is him attacking the basket, and if he doesn't have an opening, maybe getting assists from the defense, collapsing, and finding guys out on the perimeter or guys making a rim run for a quick pass. Uh, But he's definitely got to be more aggressive Um, you know I I just I don't see how he played more than 27 minutes and only took three shots that's like an Andre Iguodala type game and maybe McCaw is morphing into our Andre great on-ball defense able to facilitate calms everything down Uh, but he's still a few years away from that and what we need from him is offense off the bench Last note on Young Guns, rookie Donovan Mitchell is going to replace Aaron Gordon in the dunk contest, so that's going to be fun. I haven't really seen Donovan fly uh, so far this year, but I haven't watched that many Jazz games, and so I'm looking forward to see what he comes up with. Hopefully the contest is better than last year. I really need the guys to get it right on their first try. I just think it takes so much out of the contest when you... Try over and over and over again, and, you know, even if you do make it on the fourth try, it's just, it's weak. Practice, guys. Practice makes better. Support for this podcast comes from State Farm, here with good news and even better news. The good news? State Farm has new, lower car insurance rates. The even better news? That means you can now get the service and convenience of a local State Farm agent at surprisingly great rates. State Farm can help you save more cash and get the good neighbor service you deserve. Just talk to your local State Farm agent or visit statefarm.com to find out how much you can save on your car insurance. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. Making you old-fashioned today with the Wild Turkey Bourbon 101. It just really stands up very well in a classic cocktail like the old-fashioned. It has that perfect boldness. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. All right, it's time to talk about you. Is your company looking for men between the ages of 18 and 44? If so, you need look no further than the Locked On Warriors podcast. Podcasts are hot right now, and Locked On Warriors is no different. Locked On Warriors is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if that's your company's target demographic, definitely send me an email, Carter 11 at gmail.com, and I'll get back to you with all the details. Our rates are super reasonable. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose, so get at me. Okay, it's time to look at some of the Warriors' defense and defensive breakdowns, and I'm gonna focus on this Denver game, the game, the most recent loss, And also a game where the Warriors allowed a 118 defensive rating. That's 118 points and 100 possessions. That's a lot of points. And it's too much for a team that wants to repeat as the NBA champions. And we'll start with about 9 minutes and 20 seconds to go in the game. Warriors up 88-81, and that's when everything started to fall apart. I'd call it a missed defensive assignment by Damian Jones. Will Barton is being guarded by Kevin Durant at the top of the key. He runs to the rim. Kevin Durant is running with him. And Damian Jones comes over to try to help leaving Daryl Arthur in the corner. Will Barton finds him wide open 3-88-84. Later, at 99.97, with about 5 minutes and 10 seconds to go, both Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala stopped Will Barton, stopped the ball at the top of the key, a little bit to the right, allowing Jamal Murray, who brought the ball up initially and ran it up to Will Barton to slip and find his way to the basket. Will Barton found him. Easy deuce, 99 all. And that was a breakdown in communication between Livingston and Andre Iguodala, who was supposed to be guarding Jamal Murray. And that's just a matter of talking on the court. That's laziness. I got ball. I got ball. That's playground stuff. Very next possession. Durant looks to help Andre Iguodala guarding Jokic at the high post, but he leaves Will Barton. He left Will Barton. How are you going to leave Will Barton? He is literally the warrior killer of the night and of the season and of the last few years. So Will Barton knocks down the three, 102-99 Denver. I think that's one instance where Durant went with his instincts and he saw that Jokic had found, you know, a nice little uh, mismatch and wanted to go over and help. But you got to have a little bit more consciousness of who you're leaving, And if they're watching the tape, I think that's something Ron Adams or Steve Kerr points out. Guarding the three-point line is important, and guarding guys who are making threes is, you know, it's paramount. Threes are worth more. And Jokic is a very willing, very excellent passer from the high post. 2.20 left. Klay Thompson gets caught ball-watching. His man, Gary Harris, cuts to the basket from the weak side as Jamal Murray finds him streaking. And then Kevin Durant comes over, leaves Jokic, comes over to contest the shot... Gary Harris misses the dunk, and it finds its way to Jokic in the corner. Draymond Green is late with the rotation. Jokic knocks it down, 107-104 Denver. That was the last time the Warriors would have the lead, and you've got two major miscues. Klay Thompson knows that's his fault. He knows that the opportunity... For Gary Harris to get to the basket was created by his ball watching. And also that the carom off the rim to Jokic was created by his ball watching as well, ultimately. But Draymond knows that he was late on the rotation. He's got to be prepared. And Jokic is not only a willing passer, but a very good three-point shooter from a corner. wide Wide open corner three. So that was the last time the Warriors would have the lead. And that's basically the end of the game. So that's basically a microcosm of the Warriors' defense since Stephen Curry came back. I'm not saying that Stephen Curry is the cause of the Warriors' bad defense. I'm saying that the game itself has changed, and that kind of was the beginning of the dog days as well. And things have just kind of been—they're treading water right now. They're they are taking breaks on defense, and it's hurting them. It hurt them against the Nuggets, and it has hurt them in—you uh, know, it hurt them against the Kings, too. The ball watching, the— rotations that aren't crisp not running people off the three-point line it's all created a situation where the Warriors are now 10th in the league in defensive efficiency and that's just not good enough that's my show for the day make sure you tune in tomorrow where I'll be previewing the game against the Oklahoma City Thunder in the second segment we're going to be doing our Warrior of the Week That'll be JaVale McGee, who had four blocks in this game, and I'm excited to talk about what he brings to the table and you know how excited he can get when he comes in uh, and, and and just makes everything a little bit more fun. And then in the third segment, we're going to be going around the NBA, so stay tuned for tomorrow's show, and thanks for listening today. Stay thoughtful, Hoops Heads.